Welcome to the Kankle Fritz and Friends Podcast. Hey, it's Kankle Fritz, and if you missed today's show, this is cool. All the fun stuff that happened on the show in one podcast. It's kind of fun. There's this guy that's coming through the drive-thru, and they realize there, this is Chevy Chase from Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Mark? <laughs> Wait a second. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. We're talking about have you ever met somebody famous Jim is with us. What do you got? I met Muhammad Ali twice. Wow. How'd that happen? Yeah, it was per- pretty incredible. The first time I was a student at Central Michigan University in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and I was a member of the program board, and this was shortly after one of his retirements. He came in for a speech, and I just got lucky and got seated right behind him. What was that like? Oh, uh, it was awesome. I mean, I oh. got to overhear a lot of his conversation. It was just interesting. It was more than interesting. It was fascinating. He was quite yeah. a showman, not just in the ring, but in person as well. Oh, wow. And then the second time, me and my wife were returning from a trip from Hawaii, and we were on a layover in uh, Chicago. And down the hallway, we see this big entourage coming, and I go, wow, it was, it was quite a distance, but we knew something was going on. And as it's getting closer, it's Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Wow. What are the odds? Yeah, it was, That's pretty cool. It was, yeah, it was. It's kind of crazy, the same guy twice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You it couldn't really, have planned that really if you tried. Is. Yeah. You're like, can I, I meet someone else famous? No, you're going <laughs> to only meet Muhammad Ali. <laughs> hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope people are being nice to you. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I had uh, an experience this morning where I feel like maybe the girl I was talking to has already been lit into today. Now, of course, we get up super, super early. It's very rare to be able to even find a coffee place up, but uh, there is one on my way to work. And so I stopped and I ordered, they have a white chocolate mocha right now. And I ordered it and she said, we are out of the white chocolate mocha right now. And I just went, oh no, kind of teasing like, oh no, what will I order? She's like, I'm so sorry. There's a national shortage. Like all of our stores are out of it and we can't get it in. And I know this is really (laughs) inconvenient and I'm very, very sorry. And I was like, what have you seen this morning? Like, what has happened to you this morning? Calm down. And, you know, I have seen it other places, and I feel like, you know, somebody may have already been unkind to her because we are dealing with shortages. We're dealing with staff shortages and product shortages, and there are long lines, and people are just frustrated. And I've seen a lot of just, like, people being unkind to those in the service industry. I think that people are, well, maybe it is the shortages. Maybe it's something else, but... um People are maybe a little more annoyed or irritated. Mm-hmm. Right. I said annoyed weird. Uh, <laughs> annoyed. Uh, and I don't know why. Uh, maybe it is maybe it is that. Maybe it's... I mean, who knows? I mean, I, it's interesting. I went into... Uh, I had to go to urgent care because I had fallen and hurt myself. I twisted my ankle pretty bad. I thought I'd broken it. Oh, no. And the nurse was asking me what I did for a living. And I'm in the radio. She says... Really? I thought of doing that. I think I'm going to get out of nursing. I'm like, why? People are not being nice right now. Oh, my goodness. They're not nice to her. I'm like, that's not good. No. So I think, yeah, go out of your way if you can. My wife has started doing this. Like when she's talking to somebody like on the phone or whatever, she'll say, I appreciate you. Oh, and people I love are that. totally taken back. They're like, wow, thank yeah. you. That is so nice of you. That is. So, and it goes such a long way. Right. Yeah, I felt like this girl thought I was going to jump through the window and like pummel her for not having it. And I was like, it's okay. The white we chocolate can... is a shortage, yeah. apparently. I guess so. I was wow. like, we can switch flavors. Not a big deal as long as I have caffeine. We're good. That's it's all right. good. Just tell me there's not a caffeine <laughs> yeah, shortage. I don't know. <laughs> On the first day of Christmas. My true love gave to me. 
So you remember that song? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this. Misty found out that there was like a true symbolism in that story, and it has to do with God. Yes. The whole thing is a metaphor for different parts of the Bible. Like, I, I always thought it was just a very long song. But <laughs> the, the, different, right? the yeah. different days represent different things. Yeah, the first day, a partridge in a pear tree symbolizes God's true love, and Jesus Christ is the partridge. Day two, two turtle doves, you know, uh-huh. were the Old and the New Testament. Like the fourth day where the calling birds were the four gospels. I never would have known any of this. Me either. Uh, the sixth day, the geese lang stands for the sixth day creation. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's the ninth day. The ninth ladies, you know, day, ladies dance the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, such as charity, peace, and kindness. I didn't have an, had no clue. This song is far more clever than I gave it credit for being. Right. <laughs> Although, I gotta be honest, in the back mm-hmm. of my mind, I'm like, you know, someone came up with this just so that we would have a reason for all these goofy gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Family Life Radio, it's time for the good news of the day. Rebecca is with us. Tell us what's going on. I just had my first baby in July. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome. Baby girl, baby boy. Baby girl. Aww. It was a rough road getting to her. Mm. My baby was originally twin, and unfortunately, we lost her twin. Oh, oh I'm sorry. At about 10 weeks. Mm. Yeah, thank you. It's been hard. Yeah. Um, and for a long time, I was mad at God, and I couldn't pray. Like, all I could do was worship, and that was how I stayed connected to Him. So I didn't want to be mad. And one day, I was just driving down the road with the radio station on, and another in the fire came on good song and i was just listening to it it's a great song and i it's like the only time in my life that i've like really heard god so clearly and he just told me like you know i'm sad too right Mm. and it was in that moment that i just like released a lot of that anger towards him because it's not his fault he didn't want this for me he didn't want this for our family it's interesting i guess it depends on your view of god if you view that god controls everything that's a really hard pill to swallow but I see too many things happening in this world that aren't God's will. That's right. Yeah. We live in a fallen, goofed up world, mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff happens here. Well, that's that's encouraging, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I think it is easy to forget that, but right. you're right. You know, he does get sad with us, and he does. he does hate to see us hurt. And just knowing that, there's something comforting about that. I agree. Yeah. Well, good. What's your baby girl's name? Liberty. Oh, I love that. What a great name. It is. Thank you. Somebody sent us something from the perspective of Mary, kind of like maybe you could relate to her in such a way. Yeah, maybe you've been in that position where you feel like you just don't fit in. Kind of tolerated, never celebrated. You're in it, but not a part of it. You know, sometimes we can be surrounded by people and feel so alone. And uh, this woman named Kristen was putting out her nativity. I guess one of our, her children needed something, so she was interrupted. Went back to it, and she came back, and she saw Mary sitting alone. And she said, I had to wonder if Mary ever felt that way. She wouldn't have fit in with the religious crowd. You know, mm-hmm. she she had a child before marriage. She wouldn't have fit in with other women. No doubt they were talking about her. She had a baby in a stable. And that wasn't good enough for a lot of people. Her newborn was a threat to the kingdom. That's a lot to take in. People worshiping her son and others going, who do you think you are? Are you kidding me? 
And this is what really struck me. It's that she found her place with Jesus. You know, what a beautiful reminder for those of us who might not feel like we fit in or accepted. Uh, you know, not only does he want us and accept us, he desires us and he loves us. You know, he loves you. And she ended it with, come find your place. It's with Jesus. You know, it's true if there ever was, when you read of really all that happened to Mary, she would have been an outcast. Yeah. I mean, you had a child and you weren't married yet. And, you know, you got all that going on there. So it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of things where people would probably despise her, make fun of her, kick her out, whatever. And here she was giving birth to our Savior. Mm. Isn't that awesome? That is amazing. I know. So, yeah, if you feel like you don't fit in, she probably didn't either. So we're talking about Christmas bonuses and, you know, you get some fun stuff at those Christmas parties. Carrie is with us. Tell us what happened. I was a single mom with three kids, struggling with two jobs, and I worked Christmas Day and got a $50 cash bonus, and I stuck it in a jumper in the back by accident, and one month later, I was looking for enough money to make my rent, and I reached back in looking for a pen, and I found that $50 cash bonus and was able to make a rent hey. payment oh, because wow. of that. That's fun. Yes. So emotionally, even though it was $50, it was like $500 to me. So it right. was really fantastic and blessing from the Lord. Oh, I love That's that. That's cool. You know, I guess we shouldn't despise any size gift because, hey, I mean, it's it's definitely money, and you know, it's whatever you're getting is more than you have. Well, that's, that's true. That's a reason to be grateful. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that fifty bucks that's helped right. out a lot. It was a yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And I'm sure it was all God that you found that too. You know, I mean, divine misplacement. Absolutely, it was just a perfect timing. <laughs> I love that, Misty. It was a divine misplacement. <laughs> Family Life Radio. It's time for a Monday edition of the Joy Report. I've got joy. What's bringing you joy? Let us know at 888-888-9976. Kristen is with us. What's going on? My fiance actually had suffered from a massive heart attack. So he was driving his 15-year-old daughter to work. It happened right as he was at the stop sign. She had hopped out to call 911. Then she had called her brother, which they had only lived about a quarter of a mile from where it had happened. His 17-year-old son came down and gave him CPR to the ambulance got there. Mm. He was 40 minutes with no heartbeat <gasps> and no breathing. Oh, and miraculously, Did you say 40? 40 minutes. That oh. is correct. Without a beating heartbeat? With no heartbeat, no breathing. But CPR was being done. Correct. For 30 minutes, yes. That's amazing. They had to shock him with a defibrillator five times. Oh. I got the call while I was at work and I left work and I just was praying and praying and praying and speaking life into him and and I was at the hospital for about 15 minutes before the doctors come in and said that they had finally had a pulse. Wow. He has no brain damage. He's cleared to go back to work. Wow. See, that's the part right there, not having proper blood flow and maybe the CPR was enough to keep it going, but that's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. you know, that is mind blowing right there. And God has just been putting it on my heart because so many people are blaming God for all the bad things going on in this world right now. And our God is not a bad God. Mm -hmm. He's great. And I just feel that people need to hear this miracle that God uh -huh. has done in our life. Amen. And oh, what amazing, amazing God we have. You know, the Bible kind of tells us to tell of what God is doing. 
Yes. Share of the yeah. great good news. Share of, it. What is he doing today? How is he moving? And tell and proclaim. So good job. Way to go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you. 